BDR's Prime Partners podcast delivers insight on services, resources, and business practices that can help your company succeed faster. Listen and learn for ways to take your company forward. Welcome to the Prime Partners podcast. I'm Matt MacArthur, BDR's Director of Training. Today, our topic is using public relations to tell the story of your business. Joining us today is Heather Ripley, CEO and founder of Ripley PR. Heather, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We are very glad to have you, Heather. And and for our listeners, could you just give us a little bit of your background in the home services industry and uh, a little bit about your company, Ripley PR? Sure. Um, I've been working in marketing and PR for about 20 years. And about 12 years ago, I joined a company in Florida called Clockwork Home Services. And uh, that's where I got my start in the home service industry. I was managing PR and marketing for three franchise brands, One Hour Heating and Air, Benjamin Franklin Plumbing, and Mr. Sparky. And um, I helped the company grow the franchise brands and started working with the franchise owners. Um, Really loved working with the owners and quickly found out that uh, these contractors really understand marketing, but PR was something that was kind of foreign to them. And they didn't realize the value that PR could have uh, in making them the industry expert in their market. So um, fell in love with working with these guys. And um, that's kind of how I jump started uh, my career in home service. And then a few years later, I started Ripley PR. And of course, one of our specialties is home service and skilled trades. Wonderful. And full disclosure, uh, BDR is also a client of Ripley PR uh, and a very happy one at that, I'll I'll say. Good. Thank you. Awesome. Well, I I think you're a great person for us to to talk about our subject of public relations and and, kind of telling the story of a business. So let me ask you this to get us started, Heather. Um, What role should PR play for the average home service contractor? That's a good question. Um, We know that the best home service contractors out there really understand marketing. They understand that you can't stop marketing. Um, It's, you know, to keep your phone ringing constantly, you've got to have a marketing message going out. And so I think that the majority of the really good home service contractors out there understand marketing and advertising. But PR is um, its kind of that unknown. Um, I think many of the contractors that I've talked to over the years understand that there are times when you have to call a PR professional. Um, there's a crisis or something like that where you really have to be careful about the message that you put out. Um, but what a lot of them don't understand is that proactive, positive public relations should go along with your marketing plan and should be a part of your marketing plan. So a portion of your advertising or marketing budget should be allocated toward ongoing public relations. Um, If you're a a sizable business or if you're looking to grow, that should be part of the strategy. Yeah, that's that's interesting because, you know, from my perspective, uh, working at BDR and working with uh, different contractors across the country, I think a lot of them might say, 
Oh, PR, that's something a Fortune 500 company would have. That, that's not something for me as a contractor. Um, so it's great to hear that it should be part of it and they should allocate some of their budget along with advertising and marketing. Um, how does that blend work between advertising, marketing, PR? Yeah, it, it depends on the size of the business. Um, basically, the day you open your doors for business, you should be doing PR. Um, it doesn't have to be something that's done weekly or even monthly at that point, but you should be doing some, and a lot of it um, you could do yourself. So telling the local media that you're open or that you added a service line, um, if you're a plumber and you're adding electric, you want to tell the, the local media that you're doing that. Um, a lot of the companies that we've worked with over the years are looking at name brand changes um, to incorporate more of what they do or to be a one-stop shop to their uh, consumer. So um, there's a lot of things that you can do um, from day one that don't necessarily require you to um, be doing PR every single day or week or month. But um, depending on your business, on the service offerings, how big you are, uh, your PR strategy should um, go along with that and and incorporate your goals. Um, if your goal is to sell your business one day or um, to pass on a legacy to um, a son or um, or you're acquiring other businesses, there's a lot of things you can do um, to get that um, publicity for your company out there. Okay. Um, could we talk about what some of those elements are? You know, for me, before I knew much about PR, um, I thought it was press releases, and that's kind of all that it was. What are the pieces that kind of go into the, the PR arsenal? Yeah, press releases are, are a big part of it, um, but the press releases have to be written in a way that uh, appeal to a journalist. So um, the definition of public relations is, you know, you want a mutually beneficial relationship um, between you, the media, and your stakeholders. So a press release should be informative and educational. Um, it should not be a marketing message. So there's um, just a key difference right there. Um, a lot of the press releases that we've seen companies put out are really just an ad um, and, and they don't get picked up by the media. So you have to be careful about actually creating a, a journalistic message um, using press releases. But other tactics are um, awards, you know, going after strategic awards in your market to be the best contractor to work for, or the best plumber, um, and, and having a, a PR person help you submit for those awards can, can be beneficial. And then leveraging those awards. Um, some of our clients have won national awards, and then we brought those back to their local media uh, to add national credibility to a local company. So that's important. Sometimes speaking engagements make sense. Um, what you're doing at um, home shows, which I mean, we're starting to see the home shows come back. So um, home shows or um, any kind of local festival that you can be a part of, all of that together um, is, is uh, helping create perception of your brand in your local market. So all of that together is PR. 
Okay, uh, that that's great. That really uh, enlightens me <laughs> on all the, all the different options. Um, so let me ask you this, Heather. It, imagine we're I'm a contractor and uh, I'm I'm kind of the average contractor. So I've got one or two trucks. I've got maybe one or two office people. Um, yeah, and I don't ha I've never had a PR strategy. Is there a natural starting point for a company like that? Yeah, um, the, the starting point would be um, have someone in your office that you trust, um, and maybe it's you at that point. Um, reach out to your local media and simply introduce yourself to them. Tell them what you do. Tell them about um, your history, um, your credentials, if you will, anything about your company, how long it's been a business, when you started, why you started, and just uh, introduce yourself as a source for them. Um, the media are always looking for experts to interview um, in case there's a weather event or in case there's something national going on that they can talk to a local person about. So, um, you know, being that source for them is really, again, going back to that mutually beneficial relationship. You want to be a source for the journalist so that they can be a source um, to, to their audience and give uh, really good content to their audience. Yeah, and so I would imagine this is something that will grow over time as those relationships start to, um, you know, get stronger. Is that true? It usually does. Um, PR is very momentum building. Um, one of my clients used to say that um, PR is like planting an oak tree. Uh, you know, it starts out small, but then once it's established, it's really hard to, it's really hard to tear down. So, um, the, the same is true when you have a crisis situation. If you've been doing positive publicity and, and really getting a positive message out in your market for years, then when a bad thing happens, um, which, you know, inevitably will, um, when something happens with your company, um, it, it can make that news go away a lot faster if you've got a good reputation out there. Sure, sure, and and I'm uh, I would expect that having a PR professional working with you can help you deal with that situation, that emergent situation that's happening, the crisis, as you say. Absolutely, yeah. We work with our clients um, in advance and tell them about some of the other crisis situations that we've seen, um, help them hopefully prevent something. But, um, I mean, most of the time a crisis happens, it's not the, the company's fault. It's um, human error or bad judgment. Um, you know, somebody taking a truck out and getting a DUI um, can negatively impact the company, even though it was not a company decision. Um, so we help our clients navigate those situations and um when something like that happens, there's a lot of emotion and anxiety and stress. And so it's hard to think clearly. Um, so having a PR person in your back pocket, you know, when something like that happens is, is very helpful. Yeah, I could see it would be easy to hit the panic button in a, in a crisis situation like that. But to have a, a professional at your side um, would be key for sure. Yes, definitely. 
Um, what are some other reasons that a, a business owner, you know, maybe as their company grows and they're reaching a point where they could do a little bit of the PR stuff themselves and it's, it's kind of, they're getting busier. Uh, maybe they don't have the right person in their company. Um, how do, what's, how do they find that PR professional maybe? And, and then what does that relationship look like? Um, it's, I think it's good to have somebody that understands your industry. Um, you know, a lot of the companies that we've worked with, uh, had hired a local PR agency, um, and they felt like they had to educate about the business. And and in this industry, knowing what you guys do is important because we can help you come up with ideas. Um, a lot of times, you know, plumbers are really good at, at turning the wrench and, and running their business, but they don't understand that um, some of the things that your technicians are doing every single day are newsworthy. Um, preparing your home for vacation is, is a really good story for the local media. And we can have um, somebody walk through a home with a reporter and show them all the things that a homeowner can do to prepare their home for vacation. Um, we know the industry and we know what you do enough to be able to come up with those story ideas. So I think that's important. Um, you know, can you hire a local agency and get you coverage? Yes, but you're going to also have to train them um, on what you do and how you do it. Um, I think this industry is is misunderstood a lot because, um, you know, these are really good, solid business people that we're working with. And, and getting those stories out there, is, it's not easy uh, to create those story ideas, but once you become that source for the media, we find um, if you're a good interview, they come back to you. Um, we've had clients um, come in studio for a TV interview every five, um, four to six weeks for a recurring segment because they're wow. that valuable to the media. Um, those are hard to get, but it's, it is possible to do that. And, and then leveraging those stories on your social media or on your website or even having your, um, you know, your dispatchers talk about that when a call comes in is really, um, can add credibility really, really quickly. Great points. And I couldn't agree with you more about having someone that knows your industry and how important that is. We, at BDR, we see that all the time on the financial side of things where uh, a contractor goes to work with a CPA who doesn't know HVAC or doesn't know plumbing. And then eventually BDR gets connected with the contractor and we have to kind of unravel all this stuff that that CPA has done because they just didn't know the industry well enough. So I think that's a very valuable point. Um, also would love to talk about, you wrote a book which uh, is called Next Level Now, PR Secrets to Drive Explosive Growth for Your Home Service Business. Um, what made you want to write a book? <laughs> um, well, I'm, I guess I'm a writer by trade. Um, I had all this you know, key knowledge in my head over the years of working with contractors and helping them through various situations people kept telling me to 
you know, put it in writing, help more people. And, you know, I know with the thousands of home service businesses out there, um, not, not everyone can afford a PR agency. And I've wanted to get something in people's hands to help them grow their business. The title Next Level Now, uh, I think most business owners realize that if you want to take your business to the next level, you've got to do some things differently. You have to hire different managers or you have to have systems and processes. You have to have different marketing. You have to change some things. And what we have found and experienced with our clients is that the companies that take their business from two to five million or five to 10 or 10 to 20 or so on are doing those things. They're doing things differently. And one of the things that can really help a home service business stand out in their market is PR. Um, And it's quite simply because their competitors don't understand it. So they're not using it. And if you can get your company in the local newspaper or um, on TV, on a segment, interviewed, not not a paid ad, but interviewed with a reporter. If you can become that expert source and then leverage it properly, that's a, a whole new marketing tactic that your competitors aren't using. Um, and many are using the same tactics, truck wraps, billboards, radio spots, TV spots, um, direct mailers, you know, all of those things work, but it's really hard to differentiate yourself when everybody's doing it. So PR is really um, a good way to get to that next level because it's a different way of thinking um, and it's an entirely new marketing tactic for a lot of these businesses. So I wrote the book to help more companies um, and there's a lot of tips and do-it-yourself strategies in here and um, you know I thought I could get in more home service companies hands and and help more people yeah uh, and I having read the book I would say you've done just that it it, it lays out very clearly um, a strategy that a company could put in place themselves and then also sets up as they grow and, and their PR needs uh, expand, how they can uh, move forward and, and maybe engage with a professional. So um, yeah, I think it's a great resource for people in our industry. And uh, I love what you said about it being a competitive advantage. This is a way to, to separate your company. And I'm imagining that some people might be listening to this now and, and it's clicking in their minds. They're like, that's how that company in my marketplace is doing it. <laughs> They, they've got yeah. a PR company helping them. Um, so probably the light bulb went on for a few folks. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, so I wanted to ask you, Heather, you, you have a great little story right in the introduction of your book um, about when you're working with uh, Clockwork Home Services and kind of a, a PR strategy uh, that that you applied there and uh, involved uh, being on a TV show. Is that a yeah. story you could share? Yes, it is. Um, in 2009, um, I was working for Clockwork, and the executive team um, had had mentioned to me that 
the CEO was uh, kind of looking at his exit strategy and um, we wanted to do something big. We didn't, we didn't know what it was, but everything was open, you know, all ideas were welcome. (laughs) So I, I went back to my direct, um, um, my direct manager, who was the president of franchise sales at the time and, um, presented an idea, crazy idea, but, um, we had been talking about how do we get our trucks on, um, some famous TV show or, you know, how do we get um, a technician on a, on a show? We were, we were really looking at product placement and, um, and thinking, you know, something big and different and unique would be awesome. So I presented an idea, um, you know, what if, what if we could get the brands on the celebrity apprentice with Donald Trump and, uh, the CEO, Jim Abrams, did not watch TV. <laughs> he wasn't familiar with the show. Um, I, I went and bought a season on DVD and I brought it in to him. And, you know, this was still an idea at the time, uh, a crazy idea. But I brought it to him and he said, you know, that looks that looks interesting. I'm intrigued. So I pitched it. And um, long story short, after months of back and forth with the producers um, who kept telling me no for different reasons. Um, they told me I had to pick one brand and one brand only. We had three and there was no way we were just going to pick one. We wanted all three on the show or, or nothing. Um, they wanted to know if we were in all 50 states. We were not. <laughs> um, they didn't like the idea that it was franchise owners. They weren't all company owned. And so mm. back and forth, they kept telling me no and I didn't give up and we ended up um, getting all three brands on the show, and uh, Jim Abrams was able to sell the company a few months later. Uh, so it was a, it was a success. Um, the next day, the after airing, I think the majority of our franchise um, owners experienced uh, websites crashing. Uh, they couldn't handle all the phone calls coming in. So wow. Wow. <laughs> it was a very it was very good. Um, for the brands and great publicity. Um, I think for the industry as a whole, a lot of people tell me that they remember that. And uh, Brett Michaels and Cindy Lauper and a lot of the, um, I can't remember who all was on that episode, but it was, um, it was a very big success. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, truly making a splash there. Uh, what a great story. And uh, I mean, it highlights a number of things in my mind, but one of them is just, the tenacity that you had to, to continue to go after that, as you said, for, it took months, you know? Um, and it seems like that's one of the values of having a PR professional on your team is that they can go and, and have that tenacity and, and fight those battles when maybe you as a business owner, you don't have the time to dedicate that much to PR, you know? Um, so I think that was great. And then just the, the results of it, websites crashing. Uh, you can't get much better than that. <laughs> yeah, as a service business, you want you want too many customers. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I, I think we're, it's, uh, to me, this is really um, clarifying how uh, PR can, can be part of a contractor's plan to grow their business. Um, 
And, uh, you know, is there, I don't know, this is probably a question you can't answer, but I'll ask you anyway. Um, is there a most important element of a PR strategy or does that kind of depend on the company? I think uh, the most important thing is, is, is a tough question to answer, but I think one of the most important things you can do as a company is, is um, identify who you are. Um, and and um, I talk in the book about doing a SWOT analysis, and I think that's really key. Um, a SWOT analysis is identifying what your strengths and weaknesses are as a company, and those can be internally and externally. Um, a lot of the weaknesses that a company thinks they have can actually be turned into strengths um, if they figure out um, how to either adapt to those. Um, we know that everything is changing. Um, it's harder for people to find technicians now. Um, at really any industry, it's hard to find people. Yeah. Um, so that so that could be a weakness. Um, but some of the companies that we've worked with are doing really unique hiring events and things like that that could be um, it could turn us a, a weakness into a strength. So. Um, Taking the time to do a SWOT analysis is important, and I think that your findings in doing that really need to go into your PR strategy. Um, if we don't, um, if we don't know what those things are, and and our team relies on the company that we're working with to tell us what their strengths are, they often say the same thing: um, customer service. We have <laughs> phenomenal customer service. Uh, when in reality they have good customer service. Um, but nowadays, every company has to have good customer service because if you don't, you won't have any customers anymore. <laughs> so yeah. that's um, it, it's one of those strengths that uh, a lot of companies think they have when really their, their strengths may be their culture. Um, we know a lot of companies who have employees that have been there for years and years and years and drive by multiple other places they could work to get to their company every day. So, um, you know, really going through that process is important because your your key messages in your PR strategy should be um, what makes your company unique and different. And so that, um, I think, is probably one of the most important things to include. Oh, man, that it, that really connected with me <laughs> um, and, and opened up my, just me personally, my viewpoint. I hadn't even thought of this, of I was thinking PR is for the consumer, but you, you grew out of the point that, which I think is a great one. It also impacts your potential employee pool. It also impacts the people that are already working for your company. Um, can you talk a little bit more about that? I love that strategy about taking a weakness of we don't have enough technicians and through the PR process, maybe we're highlighting this hiring event that we're having or something like that. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, and it goes along with one other thing I talk about in the book, and that's uh, charitable giving. Um, mm just to touch on that briefly because it does answer your question is um, a lot of companies don't want to 
put it out there that they've um, donated a large sum of money or an HVAC unit to an animal shelter or, you know, something like that um, because they see it as self-serving. But in reality, um, you can do a lot of good putting that out there. First of all, you're encouraging other people to give to sometimes an organization they've never heard of because that nonprofit can't afford PR. Um, so they, they're getting publicity um, through through your company um, that could help them raise more money or do more good. Um, so there's that component. But also, now more than ever, employees want to work for a company that um, they feel good about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they don't necessarily just care about putting money in the owner's pocket. Um, they, they want to, especially younger generations want to feel good about the company that they're um, working hard for, that they know that they're, they're impacting uh, the community in a positive way. So if you um, put out those messages about some things that you're doing, either charitable giving or um, fun, unique things you're doing in the office, those can attract more people to want to work for you. Um, and I've seen even companies that pay less get more people than the companies who pay more because the people feel good about going into work every day. So um, there's a lot that goes into that, but really finding out what makes you unique can help a PR professional um, craft the message and get that message out there um, because it's not always the same. Um, different things, um, different companies can do different things. Um, in their community and attract people in different ways. So um, that's one of the things that could come from that SWOT analysis. Yeah, that kind of takes us back to the the title of our of our episode here, telling the story of your business. You know, that a PR professional can help you do that. And I imagine there's a period when you first engage with with a professional that they do have to kind of get to know your business. Uh, how does that process work? Yeah, we we have a discovery um, call. Our entire team gets on a phone call or a Zoom call um, with with the client. Um, we ask those questions: What's the history of the company? Um, you know, who owned it first? How did you acquire the business? You know, we, we really get to know as much about the ownership as we can and then about the culture. Um, some of our clients share their values, and their values are very important to them and who they hire and bring in, and, and that helps them attract um, technicians and employees in the office. And each company is unique. You can't just copy another company and 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 make that work. You have to really find what makes your company unique. Sometimes it's um, faith-based values. Sometimes it's the charitable giving. Um, sometimes the owner is just larger than life and people are attracted to it. And, you know, really um, it's very different for, for every company. So we just try to get to know the company as best as best that we can. Um, you know, our team will do site visits and go out and get to know the team um, we've worked with some comp- some of our clients now for eight years, so we really feel like we know them very well. Other clients um, came on a month ago, and we're still getting to know them. So it's very different, but 
videos, um, looking at the Facebook pages or Instagram, sometimes TikTok, we can get to know the, the client pretty well. Oh, TikTok. Well, I'm sure our younger <laughs> listeners will appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but it's cool to hear that it's not a cookie cutter process. And that probably puts, I would imagine, some folks at ease of like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'm not comfortable as an owner being on TV, but there's other things about the story of my business that, that I can highlight with the help of PR. Yes. Nice. Um, so let me ask you this, Heather. You've written this great book, um, and I would say it's there's tons of great information in it, but it is a, it's an easy read. It's not something that... Um, uh, it's just it's a fun read. I read it on a, on a on a plane trip I had, and uh, and the plane ride flew by. Um, do you got a sequel in mind? <laughs> no sequel yet. Um, just it it was a lot of work for this one, but um, I you know I have tons of ideas for them, so it will probably happen. Um, but yeah, I did I did try to make it an easy read. Um, I know the audience for this is very busy. Um, I do have an audio book. Uh, it, it's in the works now, so it's going to be a couple more months oh, nice. before that's available. Um, but yeah, I tried to I tried to make it easy to absorb, simple. Um, hopefully, it stays on your desk, and you can refer back to certain sections of it um, if you need. But yeah, I tried to I tried to keep it brief and easy to absorb. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, we uh, at BDR, we were so impressed by it. We were, uh, we were talking about this before we started recording today of uh, we want to order some copies for our coaching team because um, I think PR is something maybe that we, BDR, needs to know a little bit more about so we can help our uh, contractor clients better, you know, whether it's helping guide them to a PR professional or identifying some of the things they may be able to do themselves. Um, so we're going to be ordering some for our for our coaching team. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, no, great, great job on that. And uh, look forward to the audio book. I know that will be a great way for uh, many people to connect uh, with it, you know, as they're uh, driving or, or whatnot. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Well, um, man, I feel like we've we've talked uh, a lot about PR. Um, I've learned a few things in this, um, and hopefully our listeners, are, I'm confident they have as well. So let me ask you this. Is there, have we missed anything? Is there something um, that we should talk about that we haven't? Um, I just encourage people to check it out. Um, I, I did create a website specifically for the book um, called PRSecretsForHomeService.com. Um, and on that site, you can see a little bit more about the book. Um, I did include some samples of TV coverage that we've earned for our clients. Um, so if you need ideas um, or just want to see some of the work we've done, that is on there. Um, I offer a free consultation to businesses. I know that PR isn't a right now thing for a lot of companies, um, but I do encourage you to talk to somebody before you think you need it because uh, you might have some news that um, is, you know, worthy of getting out there to the press uh, in the next few months. And um, I'd love to help you, even if it's just a high-level strategy for you. So um, 
I encourage you to check out that site. Um, and my book is available on Amazon right now, and it should be on audio uh, very soon. Wonderful. And just, just so everyone knows, Next Level Now is the book, PR Secrets to Drive Explosive Growth for Your Home Service Business. And could you give us that website one more time, please, Heather? Yes. It's prsecretsforhomeservice.com. Excellent. Yeah, it's so cool that they could get a free consultation. That That is awesome. Um, and I, you know, just uh, about BDR, some of the things that we've talked about today really hit home with me because we were that company that um, felt like we had to do something different to get to where we ultimately wanted to go. And, and one of those things was working with your firm, Ripley PR, uh, and developing that relationship. And um, it's had a big impact on us. And I feel like we're um, reaching those goals uh, that we had of being able to connect with more contractors nationally uh, than we ever have before. And so I just wanna say thanks for um, the help that your team has given us and, and we really, uh, appreciate the relationship we have with you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for trusting us and our team absolutely loves working with you guys. <laughs> so <thank> you. <laughs> They're a fun, fun group. Yeah, we, uh, yes. it's, it's fun and, but it's, man, it's been productive and had an impact on, uh, the leads that we receive. And, uh, I think our, uh, perception, uh, nationally as a company. So yeah, it's been great. That's awesome. Thanks. Well, Heather, um, thank you for doing this. Uh, appreciate you coming on the podcast here and, uh, yeah. Any final thoughts? Uh, no, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate that. Good. Well, uh, maybe we'll do it again when your, uh, audio book comes out or the sequel or your movie. Um, <laughs> Okay. whatever's next. Um, cause I think, uh, this is an important topic that our, our listeners are interested in how they can utilize uh, PR, uh, in their business. Yeah. Well, thank you. All right. Well, as we say at BDR, Wahoo, um, this episode is we've focused on using public relations to tell the story of your business. And I think there is a lot, um, and I encourage you to check out, um, PR and, uh, Ripley PR as well. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.